Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me back on the show, Glenn Sparve. He'll be fighting at FMD 16 in the main event. Middleweight title is on the line versus Mehdi Bagheri in Bangkok, Thailand. What's going on, Glenn? What up? Not much. Yeah, defending my title. Two weeks. Ready to go. It's a lovely thing, right? Before we get into the uh, your fight stuff, uh, let's talk about UFC 229. I wanted to get your thoughts on that situation. Khabib, he destroys McGregor. And then a brawl commences afterwards. Many people came out. They're angry, you know. They're saying, like, this puts the sport back 20 years. And they're not acting like true martial artists. What is your take on this situation? Well, first of all, many people, or most people, are dumb. They, they are just, uh, like, sharing their opinions. Some of them, like, writing McGregor's dick. Some of them writing Khabib's dick. But it's no, like, neutral opinion. But... And everyone focuses on focusing on the brawl. They they just forgot about the fight. Like, if you keep focusing on the brawl, like, that's what media is gonna focus on too. Like, maybe put that behind us already and just focus on the fight. But end of the night, like, yeah, what Kahib's and Kahib's corner did was wrong. They left the field of play and attacked like another guy. If they would have stayed in the field of play. And maybe his quarterman would have like calmed down a little bit and not jumped people. It would be a, a different thing, different thing. But since they, yeah, they left the field of play, people come into the field of play that didn't have anything to do with it. It's not good. It's not good. No matter, no matter what McGregor said, no matter what insults he said, it does not matter. Fight him at the after party. Fight him at the hotel. Fight him. Anywhere, but not on live TV. That's just that's just dumb. Yeah, it seems that's like just my, it seems like McGregor. He just moved on. He doesn't even he don't even care. He's out there playing football and and selling his alcohol. And even even Khabib, he just goes back home and he's like a a national hero. Yeah, end of the night, it was like it was a bad publicity for the sport, but for McGregor selling his whiskey. It was gold. It was gold. This is good. Everyone now, everyone knows who McGregor is, and he's like now McGregor is like now everyone feeling sorry for McGregor. They're, they're not blaming because he was he was attacked, so he's like getting the good publicity from it, and he's selling his fucking profit twelve. No, it's, it's good for, good publicity for him. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's all around. You gotta look at the positives of it, and uh, yeah, both of them are winning, man. Now you're, you know, Khabib's talking about fighting Mayweather and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. You know, it's always good for the sport. Um, yeah. now let's uh jump into your fight at RFC two last July. 
you were on a good streak and you you know you dropped a unanimous decision against a top ranked Korean prospect. Coming out of that fight, how long did it take for you to get over that setback and move forward to the next challenge? No, it didn't take that long. I was I was pretty beat down, but I knew like life goes on. Next day, sun came up again, and <laughs> back to work. So yeah, I took a fight in China then, in a couple of days' notice, went there, begin my did my heavyweight debut. That went well, and yeah, now we just moving on. You know. You are a true prize fighter, and you have a lot of experience. Does this allow you to get over these types of obstacles quicker and move forward? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just every, every loss is different. Like beginning of my career, yeah, when you lost, it it did not really have that big effect on you because I still had like full time job that were like paying the bills. It's not. I wasn't living off fighting. I was living off a full-time job. But when you get a little bit higher up, you know, like, okay, that's not good. How am I gonna get a? Because it affects your income. It affects your future. So, but you also learn. Like, you get a couple of wins after the last loss, and people fucking forget about it. It's just, just how it is. It's not yeah. the end of the world. You mentioned that you did take a last-minute fight in China. Two months after that fight, at heavyweight, you snatched up a 55-second arm triangle finish. Are you a believer in jiu-jitsu now? No, that's like from my combat sambo days. That's one-on-one combat sambo. Uh, I knew I had, I had the, the ground advantage, and yeah, I used it. All right, well, you know, you get back in the winner's circle. You feel good now. Uh, let's talk about FMD. You were the FMD original main event in 2014. Now you're returning for the first time to main event again. Watching the promotion grow from afar, what do you think of the growth it has had? It's been a pretty, like, pretty amazing. Like, when they had the first event, I... And I met John Knapp for the first time. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy is is nuts. And yeah, he's nuts. But he's good at being nuts. Just how it is. And it's been it's been a good growth. And we have to remember, it is the only professional MMA event in Thailand. It's like, it's not that easy. Like, being alone and like leading the way. He's setting the path. You know, it's it's probably a lot of obstacles that we do not know about. Like, so, yeah, it could probably be a faster growth, but we're in Thailand. It's not that goddamn easy. Your opponent, Baghari, he's undefeated wrestler from Iran. How do you rate his wrestling? I don't. <laughs> I do not rate his wrestling. This this is not wrestling. He might be a wrestler, but this is MMA. And um, if you rate my wrestling, it's pretty goddamn good. And if you rate my MMA wrestling, it's also pretty goddamn good. And I've been tested. He has not been tested. It's a difference. It's like, yeah, if you're sitting in a Prius, it's probably fucking good. 
But when you jump into Ferrari, it's really fucking good. It's, it's just two different worlds. The cage for FMD, it's a small cage. Many say it's tailored for grapplers in some aspects, especially against the fence. Do you see advantages in that position? Oh, well, it's tailored for getting kicked in the head on the ground. That's what it is. It's tailored for action. It's like, if he wants to go to the fence with me, yeah, do it. Like, it's not, it does not matter to me if it's a big cage or a small cage. It does not matter. Uh, many believe this fight might be won on the feet since the grappling could cancel, you know, each, you guys could cancel each other out. Do you agree with no, this? For, first of all, no, nobody's canceling each other out here. It's, it's a different world. Like, we, we're not canceling it out. Where I want, if I want to keep this fight on the feet, I'll keep it on the feet. If I want to keep it on the fence, I'll keep it on the fence. If I want to keep it on the ground, I'll keep it on the ground. It's nothing canceling anything out. It's just, just how it is. This will be your fifth fight this year, but Mehdi has not competed since the Javier Trujillo fight a year ago. Is it a big mistake to take so much time off since you are a very active fighter? No, not just take. Yeah, it's a big mistake taking, like, time off but it's also a big mistake going from Javier to Halo to me that's like that's a huge step that's like going from playing basketball in your backyard to going to NBA it's not it's not the same during the main event of FMD 16 how do you see the night going down well I know it's going to be a wild night that's that's for sure it's going to be a wild night but and I, I'm not really sure if it's a three-round fight or a five-round fight. I'll probably have to have to check that out. But I'm always ready for a five-round, so it doesn't matter. And even if it's a three-round, you have to be ready for five rounds. You saw Khabib and McGregor, like, they call in the next round and then, you know, start a brawl. You always have to be ready for that brawl. And, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's three rounds or five rounds. It's not going to go to the end. But it's not going to be be stopped in the first round you have to like i have to like set an example in the first round and then see what we go after that before i let you go uh i want to ask you about chel sonnen and his fight with fedor did you expect the outcome yeah i, I kind of expected the outcome i, I was cheering for chael of course but but you know, Fedor is a big boy, and Chael is not a heavyweight. He's he's not a heavyweight. And when you go up to the heavyweight divisions, if you're fighting a true heavyweight, it, it's gonna look like a little bit of ragdolling. It's just how it was. But you see, but the thing is, like win or lose, Chael is still like promoting it. Even straight in the in the post fight interview, he was still promoting it. You know? how how do you call that a loser? How can you lose? If you're still promoting, if you're still making that that cash, he nah. Yeah, he uh, he is a guy that, in his mind, has never lost a fight. No, oh, I see that. I see that. How do you see uh, the finals going down for the for the Bellator heavyweight tournament? Uh, 
Fedor versus Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader is a light heavyweight. Do you think there's a big difference? Because Ryan Bader looked much bigger than Fedor when they faced off. Yeah. Well, Fedor is, yeah, he's a heavyweight, but maybe a little bit of a chubby, a lot of lightweight, but he's also, also he always been in the heavyweight division. But, but Bader is like, he's a solid boy at that, that way. He's not like, he's not a middleweight coming up. So, uh, yeah, I see Bader, Bader run, running through him. But I want Fader to win. It w- would be nice to see him win, but but I think Bader is too much for him. All right, November 3rd, FMD 16, main event, middleweight titles on the line. Glenn Sparv, catch him in Bangkok. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Thank you.